0: The name of the uh, message I wanted to give today is called "The Greater Influence," and uh, my brother, I mean, my son might think of a better name, but that was a spur-of-the-moment thing. Um, I saw a picture thing, and it said that. Um, actually, let me look at it because if I don't, I may misquote it, and then it'll sound weird. It says the biggest tragedy of modern Christianity is the lie being preached that somehow the devil is close enough to whisper to you, but God is up there in heaven. And what they're trying to say here is that, that's why I called it the greater influence, that God is our greater influence, not the devil. Um, he is a finite being. He is not omnipresent like God. He cannot be everywhere. He does not have unlimited resources. He cannot tempt every person on this earth at all times, right, there was um, somebody who kind of like countered that, because if you put something on the internet, it doesn't matter what it is, somebody's going to say, nah, brah, nah, you know, and there was one of those nabra guys, um, I'm going to make up an, uh, a phrase huh, called nabra, nabra, that guy, ah, uh, oh, nabra, nabra, no matter what, anyway, <laughs> that person was was talking about it and talking about how well you know if there's not a devil to tempt us how would we be tempted and in 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 a way this is true because perfect Adam and Eve needed to be tempted from the outside right because they were perfect um and they got tempted but once they did and mankind fell now as it says in James one fourteen but each man is tempted when he is drawn away by his own lust and enticed right this is James one fourteen and the reason for that I mean so the devil's not running around making sure everybody's doing dumb stuff. I mean, we know the scripture that says he goes around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He has to seek somebody to do who he can devour because there are people he cannot, like you and me, right? Because we look to Jesus. Because of him, we are more than overcomers. Um, but he's not involved in every single thing that happens. A lot of times it's men that are drawn away by their own lust and enticed, right? I just say that to say that, And that's what the guy was trying to say. Everybody's saying that the devil is right near you, whispering in your ear. So he's whispering in every single person's ear, right? Even though he's not not omnipresent. But God is somewhere far off in heaven, powerless to affect your circumstance or powerless to influence you in any way. And that's not true. God is the greater influence. He came to live inside of you to make you his home. He said, you know what? I have all of heaven and the earth is just my footstool, okay? But I want to live in you. I want to live inside of you. This, to me, is a great miracle, an awesome thing that God would want to do, um, considering that everything that is is His and He fills everything that is, right? Um. For First John 4, four 1 John, four, that's chapter four, verse four. Yes, I am drawing it out for effect. No, it's actually for people to get there. John four four. That's First John. Oh, sometimes I just say Johns and stuff and clients kind of like. Corinthians, what? Because some of them only have one and two, right? But this John has a John regular, too. It's still a different book, but it does have a regular John. Um, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. It'd be super awesome if God was in us, right? But he is in us, right? But he's also greater than anyone else, than anything else. The greater one lives in us, right? And that I think that kind of says, you know, since he is the greater one and he's greater than anyone, that he is a greater influence, that he's a greater um, contributor and inspirer to us. Right. We get the honor and the privilege to hear from our father, God, any time we want to any second. It doesn't have to be once a day. It could be any time. Right now, you can just say, God, I want to hear from you and he'll speak to you. The best thing is he only says good things, right? I mean, sometimes we might think the thing may not sound great at the second, that second. But it's always good things. It's always good things that he's saying to us to help us and not to hinder us or harm us, but to make things go well with us. John, the regular John 10, 4 through 5. When he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them and the sheep follow him and they know his voice, yet they will never What's that word? Never follow a stranger, but will run away from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. I want to encourage you guys as well, too, because many times we're like, hey, is this God or is this me? I mean, sometimes it should be super obvious. Like if God's, if somebody's telling you to um, do good to people, it's probably God, right? I mean, The devil doesn't care about people. (laughs) He doesn't want to tell you to do good to people. He only wants you to do harm, right? And if it's you, guess what? You have been made new. You are in Christ Jesus and he is in you, right? If you, I uh, run across it a lot that people would be so concerned that, hey, what happens if I heard wrong? Or what happens if I make a decision, I go forward? Um, And because it's not blessed by God because, um, because it wasn't God who spoke to me. I thought it was, but it was just me or whatever, right? It doesn't matter because he said he works all things for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose, right? So if it's good, whether it was you or God, cuz you're this you're in him and he's in you. You're the same, really, right? God's in you and you're in him. Go ahead and do it. And if it's not like a thus saith the Lord situation, then God would still turn it for your good, right? God will still bless you. Um, I'm not saying that, of course, and that's why I made that caveat at the beginning, right? If it's good, if it's good, go ahead and do it. I'll be like, uh, oh, God didn't tell me nothing, but I think, and it's bad. I'm not going to give an example so people don't get ideas and start pursuing something. Anyway, the point is that God, if it's good, you and God are, the, the prayer Jesus prayed is that you would be in him and him and him. And Him and you, just as He is in the Father, and the Father is in Him, right? Um, so just do the good. Do the good thing, and don't be concerned. Don't be worried. Don't, oh, do I not have enough? Am I not going to make it? I love to use that, um, that scripture, which I used before in a sermon to you guys, which, uh, paraphrased or whatever, says that, well, there was a king of Israel, and I think it was of Judah, and he wanted to go to war against some people. Yeah, it was Judah. And he hired some people from Israel Judah was living for God. Israel wasn't at that time. Israel was bad peeps, you know. Anyway, they were coming with him to war, and a prophet came and told him, hey, don't bring those guys with you because God's not with them. It's going to mess up your whole plan, strategy, war. You're going to lose is basically what he's saying because those guys aren't being blessed by God, right? And the guy said, well, what about the 100? I think it's a 100 pieces of silver that I already paid, you know. Because he went ahead and did something without God's, thus saith the Lord, right? He went ahead and did something. He went to go to war. But the war, God was okay with. What he wasn't okay with is the company he was bringing with him, right? So um, so then God said, the prophet said to him, hey, 100 pieces of silver. God can give you much more than this. God can give you much more than this. And that's why I want to stress is the unlimitedness, unlimitedness of God, right? God's unlimited. It's not like you're going to out mess up him, you know? Like you're going to mess up so bad, God's out. Oh, I'm out of things to do. Oh, okay, you went this far and done this bad. You know what I mean? I'm going to throw my hands up because I just don't care. No, because, not because of that song or whatever, but because you've done so much that I cannot, I have no power to save you. No, that's why he even has those whole verses that say, is my arm too short? Am I not strong enough? Me, the Lord God, am I not able to rescue you, to save you, to lift you up, so I just say that to say, I'm not saying that to encourage people, hey, let's go do dumb, yeah, God's gonna save us from dumb, he will, but why, there's a lot of things you're gonna go through in the the meantime, that's not gonna be good, right, and you're not gonna enjoy, and it's not gonna, it's like that scripture says, right, all things are permissible, but not all things are profitable, and some of those things are super unprofitable, right, (laughs) but God will turn it to your good. I say that because there is always hope. You never find yourself into a place where there is no hope because if there is no hope, then there is no God. He is here, and he is here forever. And because of him, there is always hope. There is always a way of escape. There is always light because that's who he is. There is always love. You're never unloved. You never did anything that caused him to stop loving you. And you never will. You cannot, it's not, you're not strong enough, you're not unlimited enough to outdo God's love and to overpower it. Um, Colossians 1, 27. Colossians 1, 27. Not 1st Colossians or 2nd Colossians because there's only Colossians, okay? one twenty seven. If anybody's confused, please see the uh, contents in the front of your Bible. I'm just kidding. Um, to them, God, who would, uh, sorry, here it goes. To them, god would make known what is the glorious riches of this mystery among the nations it is christ in you the hope of glory christ in you the hope of glory glory i use that verse kind of a lot but i just like to remind everybody that christ is in you right and it's um god making known what the glorious riches of this mystery is what's the mystery christ in you the hope of glory christ in you it's a mystery from the foundation of the world because before that What were people going to believe? How were they going to be perfect with a perfect God? Like in the book of Job, everybody was saying, even the, the highest heavens he does not call clean, and the angels he judges and calls, you know, not perfect, because he's perfect, 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 light, light, nothing else. So how would men measure up? But that mystery is God would put himself inside of us, right? Put that perfection on the inside of us so that we could be perfect as he is perfect, right? Complete in him. We are complete in Him. And then Psalms 23, 2 and 3. This is the last verse, and I also want to use it uh, in a different context than I've experienced or heard. So I just want to say, Psalms 23, 2 through 3. And I meant to have a different version, but we'll go with the ESV. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness. For his name's sake. So what I wanted to bring out there. Is that he leads right. He influences me. He guides me. So it says he makes me. Lie down. In green pastures. He Makes it possible for me to do that. He leads me beside still waters. This is calmness. It's telling you about still waters. You can drink from. um, And not be. Fall into the water. And get washed away and die. (laughs) I use that illustration. Because that's what how it was for sheep. They wanted to go to still waters because they were afraid of running waters. He restores my soul and he leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. He restores your soul. Right now, if you let him, he wants to restore your soul, your mind, your will, emotions. He wants to, he's already made you new on the inside and your spirit is brand new. But sometimes that old soul, right? Those emotions, those feelings, those feelings, Try to uh, give us a different story, read from a different book, <laughs> explain to us a different future, right? But we can trust in God who leads us and guides us. We will not listen to the voice of a stranger. And I pray that right now, Father God, I say thank you God, that you have come to live inside of us, that you have made all things. I turn this off. It's crazy. That you have made all things.